thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, researchers from the Smith Heart Institute at Cedars-Sinai found that pregnant women who consumed a Mediterranean diet were 28% less likely to get preeclampsia and 37% less likely to suffer from gestational diabetes, both of which can cause complications for both mum and baby. The study, published in JAMA Network Open, also looked at the association between the Mediterranean diet and preterm birth, baby size, and stillbirth. However, whilst the diet was shown to lower adverse pregnancy outcomes overall, it was not as significant in these specific cases. Senior author Natalie Bellow said that, Importantly, this connection between the Mediterranean diet and lower risk of adverse pregnancy outcomes was seen in a geographically, racially, and ethnically diverse population. The study was part of the Nulliparis Pregnancy Outcomes Study, monitoring mothers-to-be, which enrolled over 10,000 women between 2010 and 2013. The study looked at the women's eating habits three months prior to their visit and asked the participants to report the intake of common foods and beverages. Individuals' responses were then categorized into the nine components of the Mediterranean diet. Vegetables, fruits, nuts, whole grains, legumes, fish, monounsaturated to saturated fat ratio, red and processed meats, and alcohol to calculate a Mediterranean diet score. We also looked at individual components of the Mediterranean diet and found higher intakes of vegetables, legumes, and fish were related to lower associated risk of an adverse pregnancy outcome, said Bellow. Cardiologist Christine Albert said that these findings add to the growing body of evidence demonstrating that the Mediterranean-style diet may play an important role in preserving the health of women across the lifespan, including during pregnancy. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion on this is that it's really not surprising. It's not surprising that a whole food anti-inflammatory diet like the Mediterranean diet would be associated with healthier outcomes during pregnancy. Time of increased demands on the female body, you know, it makes sense that the better we nourish it, the better we look after it, the more we can reduce inflammation, then the better it's going to perform at, you know, whatever performance needs to be done. In this case, obviously, pregnancy producing a a human being, which is something super, super important. And so I think it does show the importance of the anti-inflammatory aspect of the diet. I think it shows the importance of eating whole foods. I think it shows the importance of you know not having a diet that's incredibly high in you know sugars and processed carbohydrates. And I think it would be very fascinating if we were to include other dietary types in this analysis. Because what we weren't doing in this study is specifically getting people to consume the Mediterranean diet. What we were doing was seeing how well the diet they ate, how close that was to what would be a Mediterranean diet, giving them a score in that regard, and then comparing the people with the higher and the lower scores to see what their outcomes were. And so it would be interesting to do similar with a paleo diet, to do similar with a vegan diet, to do similar with a low-carb diet, and to see how those scores stacked up if we looked at all of those different diets as well. You know, my suspicion is that for most, if not all of those, because they are being more conscious about their food, about their food intake, about their diet, because they are more likely to be closer to a whole food, real food diet, then then all of them may do well in this regard in terms of preventing disease during pregnancy. But it would be great to see the stats on that and to see whether in fact that is the case and then to compare that across the diets and, and see which of them did in fact prepare better in terms of this, you know, this time in a woman's life when the 
the demands and the hormonal demands and, and the need for those you know really important reproductive hormones and pregnancy hormones is at its highest to see which of these diets did in fact have the best outcome in this one specific area which is you know pregnancy but regardless of which diet you do do you know i think what it shows is there are some key ingredients that you should be looking at during pregnancy to create health for you and for your bubs and and i think you know, a whole food diet is part of that. I think an anti-inflammatory diet is part of that. I think, once again, not over-consuming processed carbs and sugars is part of that. And all of those are included in this sort of Mediterranean diet and, and possibly in other diets as well, which is why it would be interesting to compare. But, you know, be mindful of the food you're consuming, the, the exercise you're doing, the way your, your mindset and the way you're de-stressing during pregnancy can certainly have an impact on the outcomes you get both in terms of the pregnancy and also in terms of your bub. So it's really important that, you know, without stressing yourself out too much, you're really mindful of all of those areas throughout pregnancy. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.